Boom. What's exploding, Benjamin? What topics are exploding today? NFTs, NFTs, NFTs. Ready? Are they, is all our top five news about NFTs today? My top five is all NFTs since months. But let me let me tell you something. This is episode thirteen on May thirteenth. Will that bring us any luck? Well, it's not a Friday, thankfully. We escaped that by one day. It's it's only Thursday, so it should be okay. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I have a, a small surprise for you. It's not really a surprise. It's a feature. Nice. I see it. Are you ready? I'm sitting down. That helps. Ha 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 ha! Wow. <laughs> Is that is that what uh, we're going to use for our background today? I don't know. It might be disturbing. I just I just read the email a couple of hours ago that our streaming service offers video backgrounds now. Interesting. Actually, I, mean, I mean, I see you've chosen a nice color. That looks interesting. Yeah, that's what I was was about to say. So there are four of them, and three exactly fit into our color scheme. It looks like it's well prepared. We're just lucky that they're using the same colors. Let me check well, out our colors other. are super, super in themes, uh, super trendy right now. The only thing is, I cannot hide it anymore. Oh wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> ben, have you have you messed up the background? Ah, oh, there you go. I can see the second one. Do you think we should keep that, or should we should we switch back to to the old one? No, I like this. This one is alright. It's it's, it's interesting. Calm, okay, right? good. It's become. It's not as distracting. You want to start, huh? I can feel it. You want to start. Yeah, yeah. You want to waste time. Let's go. Let's go. I want to waste time. <laughs> you want to waste time? What else? No, what else can you do on the stream? Uh, not much. Not much. All right. What are we going to talk about today? Tell us. Five top sports tech news. As always, we do this every week, Ben. Everybody knows we do this every week. They know that we do this five times. For people who are new, <laughs> talking to you, we talk cover the five top stories in the world of sports tech. And today I can tell you, okay, the quiz is how many stories from NFTs are we going to cover today? You can guess in your mind and the prize will come to you in your mind as well. This is, this is our amazing interactive quiz. Everything is virtual at these days. Everything is virtual. Everything is virtual. All righty. Um, then it's me starting things. Yeah. Here we go. The New, yes, we are talking about ice hockey and we're talking about SAP giving a new so-called coaching insights app to the coaches of the NHL. They have introduced this in 2019 and what you can see on the screen is their fancy new edition for the new season. Um, why are we showing this to you? Because we thought you as fans might be interested in what the coaches are actually doing these days when they um, watch a game, analyze a game, and also interact with the game. So all those fancy nights, nice stats and graphics uh, there actually help them during the game with making their coaching decisions. So they see, I don't know, like you can see how, how fast the players are moving, uh, which, which formations they're in, um, and, and a bunch of other stuff, uh, which actually helps them, like I said, to act during the game. And I think this is really fascinating. It's not like in the, let's say, good old days where they, uh, where things were based on, I don't know, gut feeling or them observing. Now they also have this cool tech supporting them during the game. And the great thing is it's available in all NHL stadiums for all coaches. So everybody has the same, um, same setup, basically. 
And what I also find interesting is that for every game they basically have, um, or for every opponent, they have a so-called head-to-head matchup. So they can exactly analyze uh, the opponent they're actually playing, which is which makes it in my my mind a little bit like like chess. You know, you exactly know that the coach on the opposite side has the same tablet with the same information, and uh, it's a little mind game of who is reacting um, on on what information. I find it really cool. Um, I I would wonder how many of the coaches are actually using it, uh, and how many of them um, had think that it actually improved um, their their game or the outcome of an actual game. Um, Ron, I'm not sure how much I you into baseball, but uh, into ice hockey. Sorry, um, but but this is cool stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I mean um, it's interesting. Like, I mean, just to have, of course, we know that coaches and their coaching teams use all of this data um, before the game, after the game, for sure. Uh, there's a ton of data involved in the decision making. Use it using how much of it is used during the game? Yeah, we have different leagues who have different rules. Uh, the NHL has gone live with it. I think the NBA went live with it a, uh, a while ago with their Microsoft partnership. I know the Premier League went live with it only last year, I believe. Um, now, I, I mean, but how many managers use it? I see Ollie, um at Man United. I, I always see the screen in front of him when he's sitting in the dugout. He always has that screen in front of him. Um, but a lot of the managers are not using it. Maybe they have it within their assistant teams. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting structure. Um, data is for who? Yeah, I, I would like to sit next to them on the bench and, and and see what they do with it and how they discuss data with their with yeah. their other uh, staff members. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, on to the next one. That's for you. On to the next. Um, yeah, and so we've got a couple of innovation initiatives. Uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, lots of new guys. I think last week we covered FIFA, um, and there were a few in the, in the previous weeks. This week, uh, a couple of innovation uh, initiatives from broadcasters. We've seen we see BT Sport, who's a, a, a British uh, broadcaster. They, of course, cover the Premier League extensively. I think they have the Champions League uh, as well. They've launched uh, an initiative for um, uh, broadcasting-related innovation. Of course, that's what they're interested in. And they have a couple of uh, interesting lines, which I want to give you. They say that there's a potential six-figure opportunity to work with a broadcaster on a develop on developing their area. I don't know if that is, are they talking about funding? Are they talking about this is a revenue piece? And six-figure, is it 100K or is it 999,000, uh, whatever? Um, that is obviously to be seen. Uh, but yeah, they've put something out there. So, and I think, so for any startups or anybody who's interested in participating with them, I believe this competition ends on the 31st of July, it says here. Yeah. Uh, final entry is on the 31st of July. So get in there. Uh, they've got the entire BT uh, broadcasting team, um, which will apparently be part, part of the uh, judges. So that's BT Sport, who've done one thing. And on the other side, you also have Twitch, which announced their sports accelerator program. Uh, but this is a bit different. It's not, I mean, they call it a sports accelerator, but it's mainly, it's it's streaming, right? So what they want is um, people to do sports talk, which includes podcasts, live shows, reaction streams, etc. all those kind of things, uh, which people do on Twitch. It's all about live. This is not a recorded show, uh, exactly like this. We could, I mean, our show already goes out on Twitch, um, but we could uh, do more 
the point though is that they are encouraging more uh, original creators. So here are the requirements. You can see them on screen. You have to have publish. You have to be publishing 20 hours of content per month in the sports category. Um, you have to have only live interactive content, so no pre-recorded stuff. And then you can apply, and you'll get a response within 30 days. There are a bunch of FAQs on this website which you can check out. But uh, interesting to see more and more um, accelerator programs or innovation programs launched from uh, different uh, sports organizations, sports-related organizations. Ben, uh, which which broadcaster would you go to? Would you, you think Twitch is more interesting or uh, BT Sport, which is a more traditional broadcaster, them doing something? I mean, I like both for different reasons. Um, BT Sports, I'm, I'm sure they had good experiences with this uh, watch together function, which which uh, seems to have been a good success. Uh, th that is yep. cool, and maybe that made them decide, hey, we actually have to do more. So I think it's good times for for sports tech and, and sports tech companies. And naturally, also with this little show here and this fantastic new background, I have to mention it again. Um, I think we're close to what Twitch does, even though they might rather look for guys who are, who are talking about the game or a draft or something like this. Um, I like both. Um, we are living in a world full of opportunities. We should appreciate that. Yeah, good timing for sports tech. Absolutely. Um, and then moving on to, to the next topic right away, we yep. are talking about more content, <clears throat> actually about DraftKings and um, betting. Um, and there was a rumor that came up this week. I believe it was uh, brought up by um, uh, an internet analyst from Oppenheimer, Jed, I have his name somewhere, Jed... Kelly, Jeff, Jeff Kelly wrote that he believes that DraftKings, uh, DraftKings uh, want to become more than just an uh, sports betting operator, and there are good reasons for that. Um, maybe first taking taking one step back. What we have seen this year, and we also talked about this in this show already, is that uh, there's a big merging of betting and content happening, a big integration. So imagine that you're watching a, a football game, basketball game, whatever, and you will see your your, your betting options, your your odds uh, right in the live uh, live stream. So there is some something happening there, and also DraftKings has um, invested heavily in in, the, in their content arm and has done some partnerships, for example, with uh, with Dish, for example, to to be integrated into sports. Um, uh, streaming offering and Jed Kelly says um, yeah why don't or he believes that DraftKings ultimately wants to become a streaming service uh, for themselves and then offer multiple revenue streams and if you think about it it actually makes a lot of sense um, because if they would operate themselves they would be totally independent uh, they could also control and manage what is super relevant for them, which are the latencies. So making sure that the stream and the, the bets that pop up on the screen are uh, somewhat in, in sync, that they make sense. So would get a lot of control. And obviously, they could also bundle their offerings. They could bundle a streaming package. They would or could also push um, maybe a, a nice betting add-on or something. So there are lots of good reasons for, for combining this. Uh, and also not to forget is that betting operators are the guys who probably have the best data out there because their business is heavily relying on data. And that data can also be used at the same time to entertain the fan, the viewer out there. 
So why don't why not combine that? It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the only let's say downside or tricky part mentioned in the article is launching something like that, and um, uh, he talks about potentially acquiring um, a, a, a certain target um, is is costly. Um, but as we have seen in the past, uh, DraftKings has a lot of cash. They also uh, even raised an additional round to have even more cash. So their their war chests are full, and uh, yeah, it seems like. Um, this is maybe not so unlikely. So the big question is, who could they potentially acquire? Ron, want to make a want to make, want to make a bet not only on on sports, what the outcome of a game is, but maybe also on um, who they might want to take over. Who me? So who could uh, draft things? <laughs> you look lost. I'm going to repeat that sentence for you. Um, yeah, yeah, no, so, it's screen cut out. Yeah. Okay. So, um, any guess on who DraftKings could potentially take over for uh, for the streaming offering? And anyone in mind, or what characteristics would the service would have to offer? Interesting. Uh, I mean, there are a bunch of uh, smaller streaming services that we have seen. Um, Recast, for example, they raised a little bit of money recently. There are uh, uh, maybe they could set up a partnership with DAZN, um, who are trying to go uh, get bigger in the US uh, for sure. So there are a lot of different directions that they could go in. Uh, but in general, I agree with the idea. I really like uh, the move from DraftKings to own, as you mentioned, a couple of things, which is super important. Them owning the data or them having access to the data and them owning the customer in a deeper way. Yeah, it's really, really smart play um, because there's a lot of money in that broadcast streaming. Um, they can make the whole transaction seamless. Yeah, overall looks uh, a really good move from their side. Why I like this, no investment advice. I put some money into the DraftKings stock, uh, stock a couple of weeks ago. Ever since yeah. they went super down. <laughs> so I could, I could use an upswing <laughs> to to get to to break even again, at least. Yeah, so that is that why you're plugging their news? So that there's more buzz about yeah, it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure we have um, direct influence on the stock market price of DraftKings. Exactly. All the, the let's say, X number of people watching will yeah. we'll get in there. Okay. In case you Go don't on. know yet um, why we do the show, we actually want to influence uh, the stock market price. But don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some actually uh, interesting stuff coming up, no? Maybe there are other things that we can talk about, uh, ETFs and uh, sports related. But that's, that's for another time. Um, yeah, yeah, why not? Go for it. Go for it. Oh. Okay, what's next? All right, now we're going to talk about another big initiative. Um, wait, why is this header gone down? Yeah, um, yeah, from the NBC and the Olympics. Um, and we spoke about Twitch earlier, and this is another really cool move, uh, I think, from the Olympics mainly. I mean, it's an obvious one that they would go to Twitch. Um, but basically, what's going to happen is that the Olympics is partnering with NBC to launch original content on Twitch. Um, similar to their, I guess this is part of the move from Twitch to get more content creators who are talking about sports on their channel. Of course, the whole thing is to be live. That is Twitch's big play, so they're not interested in pre-recorded shows, but they want more and more people to come in uh, through their partnership with NBC to create content related to the Olympics. So uh, pre-game or pre-event, uh, uh, conversations between uh, users or getting getting fans on their streams, um, 
to to consume all of this yeah all, all the games that are happening at the olympics mainly i think this is a great move from the olympics um and also follows up a story that we did on the olympics a couple of weeks ago which is the olympic virtual series right we spoke about this um the olympic virtual series is part of the olympics launching a series of virtual sports events uh in cycling sailing motorsport which actually goes live today uh and a couple of other categories that's why it's out there so it goes live today so anybody who's interested in you can sitting in your house you get the chance to participate in the olympics very cool stuff from them so connected with a lot of the digital initiatives that uh olympics has got going which is to attract younger audiences they've also launched a part with twitch totally makes sense um and i'm interesting interested to see how much interesting content comes out of there uh ben i don't know if you've watched a lot of olympics in the past like it's usually been quite boring there's a basic commentator i mean there are fans at the stadium there's no there's some atmosphere like when usain bolt is running or michael phelps in the pool yeah sure when the big names are there but the rest of the time it feels a bit drab the whole coverage maybe this will spice things up huh No, I'm actually not so unhappy with uh, with the coverage, um, but of course there's room room for more. I always feel like the Olympics have some some special tension. Some it feels special. So you watch sports that you typically don't watch. Um, it's not bad, but yeah, there is room for more. And like you said, I think the move from from Twitch uh, is nice. Uh, tapping tapping into a new audience. And um, one thing to bring up here, maybe you've seen it or maybe not. Um, there was. A bit of criticism um, towards um, that initiatives, uh, the, the initiative for around the virtual Olympics, uh, mainly coming from from the like the proper esports guys saying, "All right, uh, Olympics, congratulations! Now you have covered two percent of of esports." Um, because I mean, obviously the the Olympics went with with sports that they traditionally also had in in their in their portfolio, like um, rowing, cycling. So they're they're not going with League of Legends, Fortnite, and and the likes, um, which. Yeah. Okay. Partly I understand, um, but I mean, it's still the Olympics, and they're moving slowly. So I still like this, and also, yeah, going for for Twitch seems seems interesting. Yeah. No. I mean, I, for for me, I, I totally makes sense what the Olympics did. I mean, if they suddenly to start off with suddenly launched with Fortnite and League of Legends, the the core audience of the Olympics would feel maybe perhaps a bit disenfranchised. Like why? Like this story doesn't seem authentic. This is clearly just a grab for a younger audience. The Olympics starting with obviously core sports. Um, maybe it it goes up from there, and maybe it never does. Uh, that is to be seen. But it makes sense to go poco a poco, step by step. Exactly, and then we are coming to our top topic of the week, right? Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, me too. Looking looking forward to talk about it. <clears throat> uh, it's actually almost yeah, it's two two news, almost three news in in one. And all of that is about women's sport, and you can see the the headline here. There is a platform called called Just Women's Sports, who has um, received quite some uh, attention here. Let me let me um, <laughs> disable your screen, Ron. Um, uh, they got an investment of uh, three and a half million US dollars um, from interesting folks. Let me put it that way. Um, here are the investors. So, uh, Will Ventures is a venture capital company from the U.S. Thirty-five Ventures is um, Kevin Durant's venture arm, Drive by by DraftKings, what we just uh, talked about, and lots of women's sports superstars, as you can can see here. 
So what is just women's sports? It is what it says it is. It is covering women's sports only, which is finally a thing, I have to say. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but obviously all around the world, uh, men's sports get, get most of the attention. And actually, if you, if you think about it yourself, there was no, let's say, really well-known uh, media outlet out there who was just um, reporting about women's sport. And we have seen that um, emerging um, this year, last year a little bit. And um, yeah, just women's sport is, I think, a very good example for that. And there was another interesting news this week in a similar field. Um, maybe we have talked about the gist before. Um, it is a platform um, from women that are writing about sports, uh, but about all sports, so they're not excluding men's sports. And they got, I think, another million in investment, doing a great job. They are super successful newsletter. And um, yeah, another, another good news this week. Um, there was one more, I think, about Google um, investing in women's sports. They are um, the presenting partner of the, the WNBA. And um, I think a couple weeks before, we already spoke about this platform here. I never know how to pronounce that properly. I would say it's called um, Together, um, but Together with an X, as you can see. So it's another example of um, yeah, media coverage for, for women's sports. Uh, like I said, which is finally a thing, was um, super, super overlooked over time. And if you actually look at the, the social media followers of, um, of the female superstars, um, they can definitely compete with, uh, with uh, male athletes. I think many of them even have more. So um, that is definitely also from a, a sponsor perspective, um, a very interesting playing ground. Um, Ron, which women's sport do you watch if you watch it? Maybe you don't watch any? Um, and what do you think? About that's a good question. I, there's, not, there's nothing that I actively follow. I have to say that I don't have any favorite teams. I remember watching the WNBA long back when it was just becoming a thing in the early 90s, Shadow Soups and, and, and all of them. Um, but no, currently, yeah, it's my bad. I'll watch the Football World Cup when that comes around um, because that's always fun. Uh, but actively have a team that you that you support, not so much. And of course, my national Indian women's cricket team, Mathali um, Raj and them, they do a great job. Tennis, um, but no, just tennis? just great to see. Sorry, tennis was always great. Ah, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. How could I miss tennis? But I, I think tennis is also one that is that's hard to keep up with sometimes. Like especially with the women's rankings, you always find a new name every time I'm tuning in um, to a final. I feel like there's, there are new names, so it's hard to build a real following. Oh. Now with Osaka, especially, there's, she seems to be building a good fan base around her. But now, nah, overall, the story is a good one. I mean, just to see more and more um, money coming into women's sports. Uh, Google is investing a lot. Uh, you covered that. They've obviously invested in GIST. They have other initiatives that they are uh, supporting with the WNBA. Yeah, just good to see more and more interest. And if they get more coverage, hopefully they'll uh, get more fans. Yes, I agree. Speaking about experiences, we had a very yeah. cool one in Munich, and I'll let you take that yeah. Now, if my laptop will not be a bit too messy today, with it's acting funny. Um, but yeah, that's what we did in Munich. We uh, featured this product called Icarus. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So we did, obviously, a three-part series. Yeah, and I was buffering and doing nonsense things. Um, but we did a, we did a three-part series in Munich uh, which was about um, 
exogaming devices. In fact, so while you're, you're exercising while you're gaming, uh, or yeah, while you're playing some sort of heightened reality uh, game, yeah, Ben's help saving the day with some video assistance. Thank you, Benjamin. Uh, there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, now we're set. Um, so yeah, that was Icarus that we featured, which is this really cool company from Munich, um, which is in this uh, AR uh, or VR related uh, fitness space, uh, where you are testing pool devices, but also interacting with other, let's say, in, in another world. Um, they have the Icarus Cloud, where you're balancing on stuff and interacting with the uh, with the tablet, and they had this the Lightning. Um, Acres home where once you put on the actual VR glasses, oh man, you get immersed into this into this world where you're gaming, you're flying through stuff, you're shooting lasers. Um, that was a lot of fun. I think the whole concept of mixed reality gaming is a big one. In fact, we're going to be talking about this uh, more um, in the next week or so. But yeah, just a really good time, Ben. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember you tried you tried the the Icarus home but you didn't try the racing game right you tried one but not the other something like that i tried both yeah yeah but not not you didn't go to the advanced level man yeah yeah <laughs> my heart was pumping enough <laughs> yeah yeah that was i mean and you're actually like you're trying to race and keep to a clock and your body is all tight and oof, that was man it was just really good i can totally see this becoming like a big big thing yeah, it was great. But just one one thing to add. I mean, all that that shaking there that that uh, Ron was uh, yeah was calling buffering was not only buffering. I think it was actually Ronzi shaking from <laughs> from the. I exercise. mean, that, that's just because like, on, on the screen. that was the screen. The, the camera was shaking because of the 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 intensity, the energy of what I was bringing to the to the event. Yeah, absolutely. That was cool. Obviously, I found out a bit of how unfit I was. All the extra weights that I carried when I came back from India is showing there in that video. Um, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe the buffering comes from our new background. Maybe that's too much of <laughs> calculating from <laughs> too much load, yeah. The machine here. Um, yeah, definitely cool one and looking forward to, to the new one, uh, to the new video that you're publishing when, today uh, or tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I mean, if we can get it all set up, then maybe today, but probably tomorrow will come out. Yeah, I haven't seen it myself yet. All right, um, on to our plus one, which is always like the, the extra special one. And this week, oh man, I, I like this one. It is, <laughs> it's about a company called Putchek, which uh, calls themselves, and I love this title, the only upscale tech infused mini golf experience. And I mean, look at this mini golf setup here. Did I have more pictures? No, then I have to go to the website. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of uh, mini golf centers in the in the US, and they have received a funding round of uh, $60 million in growth capital because, my friends, tech-infused mini golf is a thing. Um, and I just love the layout of those courses. And what the, the tech actually does is, you can see it here, with the, the tracker ball technology, um, yeah, you don't have to calculate um, your, your, your hits anymore, your shots. Um, you don't have to calculate leaderboards. So everything is done automatically. So no cheating, no fighting or anything. And um, I think it's just convincing by, 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 by the looks. They have a bar. Um, you probably can, can bet somewhere as well. So they're, they're really turning, into, um, turning mini golf into a big, big experience. And 
personally, I have to say, I am a big mini golf fan. Uh, I wouldn't say a champ, but I would like, rank myself pretty high. And if I can already beat Ron in chess at an amateur level, I'm sure at the mini golf he, he doesn't have a chance. So I challenge you, my friend, uh, and you can come back to the screen to at some point do mini golf, um, hopefully tech infused, um, maybe not, but this would be would be the best case. So if we would travel to the US again this year, hopefully latest next year, we will have to find a put check or put check, I don't know, and we're going to record a video there. Yeah, I think we have to make this happen. Um, I mean, I, I expect, of course, you, as usual, will take about half an hour between shots and uh, holding the non-existent grass up in the air to see. Calculating uh, the wind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Doing all of that, and I'll be chugging the beers as I normally do. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a super, super shout. Um, yeah, and uh, as long as there is no editing in the camera footage and the results are shown for what they are, then we'll let the audience decide for who actually won. And not, but no, I, I think the, the, I mean, this is obviously makes so much sense. I can, I'm surprised it's taken this long. I mean, the mini golf experience is so close to like the golf driving ranges and, and, and stuff where, yeah, just get a bunch of friends, uh, crack a bunch of drinks, um, and you get like a good tech infused experience. Makes sense that, that mini golf would, uh, would have something like this as well. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to mint an, an NFT based on my winning shot once that happens. Which yeah. brings me back to your initial um, guessing game. How, how often or how many uh, NFT topics did we cover today? I believe. How is this possible, Ben? Is it is it is is your golf putchak thing the only one that we covered? <laughs> I mean, it's not even NFT related. I just said I would make. But that's <laughs> actually we should have the test should have been how many times the word NFT will be mentioned on this show. Yeah, and if you find out more. Go to want to see the word NFT everywhere. Exactly. Yep. Zero NFT. I mean, there, would, there was news. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets announced uh, their first NFT. Um, so if you go to a Hornets game, uh, you can, for five bucks, also get the NFT of your ticket. Well, so, when, is the, when is the Canelo fight on the zone? Isn't that this weekend? That already happened, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. That already happened. Should have missed the result of that. Yeah, but did you? But how was the NFTs on that one? Give us the news. I don't know. <laughs> I'm only writing the article. Article tomorrow. I haven't checked it. Um, okay. No, the, no uh, the last time I checked, it was not so super great. So it, it's not in Golden State Warriors spheres. Um, and uh, but I think the last time I checked, the unique ones were still on sale or something. But numbers did not seem so great. Even though the setup I really like, but for sometimes NFTs are a bit tricky to to predict. Yeah, I feel like we should reach out to Canelo. I haven't spoken to him ever since he appeared in our uh, last report uh, from yeah, last year. But yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually yeah. did. It's not even a joke. Okay. Not a joke. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, NiftySports.co for more NFT news. Um, check YouTube.com/slash/HelloSportsTech. We all have a caption for that as well. And um, see you next week, same day, same time. Have maybe with a different background. I like that one. Hopefully with more NFTs. You'll see. All right. Ciao. Ciao.